The Striker Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app now live in the App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome to the Striker Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kyle Waddy Watton. I'm joined by my co-host and partner in picks, Mark Megatron Glass. Today is Wednesday, July 21st. Uh, fun little uh, chitty-chatty show today, Mark. We're going to do a little Euro uh, recap and a UFC 264 recap mashed together. Uh, lots to talk about from those two events that we were picking so fast and furiously over the fast month. Mark, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, we're running a little bit late on the UFC 264 and Euro final recap. <laughs> just, a, just a tad. I'm gonna blame you for that. But still, just in, for the record, still in. Uh, that's fair. Still, I in, told Kyle. Still in our minds, fresh. Still in our minds, fresh. I mean, I guess the McGregor loss. I mean, that that is still is still in the news, and and he's still coming out with videos. Don't you forget post surgery. We'll get into all of that, but but you're right. Yeah, still coming out of a. Uh, you know, take a little week. We have a quiet couple of weeks here, Mark, uh, with uh, the Euros being wrapped up. Not too much soccer to pick. We're not going to bet on the MLS. Uh, we're just going to wait for the EPL to kick off in a couple weeks' time, um, as well as the next UFC pay-per-view in a couple weeks as well, uh, over on a new feed. So that'll be exciting. Uh, so, got a little summer break. Yeah, yeah, a little summer vacation. Got, I got I got last week off. That's right. Little, little, I texted Kyle. I was like, I was like, hey, like, there's nothing to bet on. Nothing to talk about. Like, let's just recap UFC 264 yeah. and the Euros. Like, yeah. let's not just leave it hanging yeah, there. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And Kyle, We res- don't typically do recaps. But Kyle hits me back like 48 hours. Like, no, I get <laughs> I get no reply. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just fuck off then. And then he hits me back. And usually we, when we text, it's like we reply to each other within yeah, like an I'm, hour Yeah, I'm or usually so. pretty good about that. Sure. Yeah, very good at it. And And... This time I get a text like two days later and he's like, yo, sorry, I bounced town for the week. I was like, bounce town. <laughs> Sometimes Did something happened. I just didn't think about, uh, you know, doing um, the fans. A didn't recap. Think about the <laughs> I didn't think about the fans. Uh, yeah, but a recap shows a good idea. Might as well get back on the airways here. Uh, recap a little bit about what uh, went down the past couple of weeks um, before we jump back on the uh, on the ship for EPL and for UFC. So without further ado, Mark, let's go ahead and dive into some financial investing 101. A special double-headed financial investing 101 as we count the numbers for uh, the Euro 2020 final, uh, as well as the UFC 264. Mark, how did it go? 
So I'll start off right off the bat and say that I missed every prop that I gave out. Is that right? And for the final? <laughs> well, because I banked on it being like a low-scoring Italy yeah. win. It was an interesting Which it game. was, but yeah. all the way to penalties. But, no, we did take Italy to win at plus 190, yeah, which also cashed out uh, for me. I took at the quarterfinal mark before the Belgium match, I took Italy to win the tournament at plus 400. Oh. So the final cashed me out plus nice. 590. That's excellent. That's an excellent final round. And I was looking at it. I was like, what did I parlay? And I was like, oh, that's right. I went back yeah. and listened to the last episode. Yes. I put Italy to win with Argentina to win yeah, in the Copa, Copa America. America final. Argentina was a plus 265 underdog right. against Brazil. Yeah, they you, won. You took the diggity dogs in the finals. Messi gets his trophy with Argentina. Hell that yeah. cashed out plus 977. Wow. I had 20 bucks on that, so wow. add $195 that, there. That's how you finish. That's how you finish the uh, the Euro right there. Yeah. Getting creative with so that So we cashed out $2,200 for the month. Wow, that's excellent work. Um, for the tournament. Yeah, that's, that's a great Euro 2020. Already looking forward to the next big uh, international tournament. Tournament, I guess would be the World Cup. Looking forward to just like soccer tournaments in general. That was a really fun. Thing it is to do. nice that we're gonna like since it was postponed, we get Euro World Cup back to back. I know. I don't want to dive into it too much, but like I'm a little worried about how much these guys are playing. Like these guys are playing nonstop. You know, especially yeah. with the EPL going back. Like they, they, some of these guys, the schedule. Uh, you know, post COVID. They're jamming so many things into. I guess they're guys. banking on the rest being after like this season. Yeah, I guess so. But anyway, yeah, it was a great tournament. We got um, the Olympics. We got Olympic soccer. Yeah, we got soccer. Olympic soccer. Is there Olympic soccer? Is there a little? Is there Olympic fighting? <laughs> no, there's no. There's wrestling and there's boxing, um, but nothing like wrestling could. Be I mean, funny. it's like yeah, it, it, we're talking uh, amateurs mostly in the in, in the Olympics, but. Um, but the soccer could be fun to do, so we could look into that for sure. All amateurs and then a bunch of <laughs> NBA players. Right, yeah, pretty much. Um, I was also on Italy plus 190, of course. We both took the dog in that one. Uh, tournament total, 1,230. Nothing to be bummed about. Um, you rents obviously, paid. Yeah, rent's paid for the month. You obviously went went uh, above and beyond with that. Honestly, like that last round helped you a lot, that plus... Yeah, plus 977 in the final round. So definitely hoping you listen, hoping you guys listen to the uh, the final preview. Any thoughts on the match, uh, how it took place, anything that surprised you? Any Obviously, the uh, the story walking away is like, you know, England's bad luck and penalty, penalty shootouts continues. Yep. I thought it was interesting uh, how they put some young, young guys in those high-pressure spots to... Uh, and it didn't end up working out for Specifically them. Specifically the last one. Yeah. Bukayo Saka. How, how old is he? 19? 19. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. Taking the fifth penalty in the Euro final. Imagine that, right? Imagine being in those shoes. That's And, it, and it, he doesn't even take penalties for Arsenal, yeah. for his club. Yeah. He's a good like He's a great player. Yeah. He's 19. Yeah. He had a pretty good tournament. Yeah. I, like, I didn't think he was great, to be honest. But he was good. Like, get the yeah. cut him slack, obviously, for being yeah. 19. Did his job. Well, where are some of the, where are some of the names that are a little more familiar in those big pressure spots? You know what I mean. I want to see Jordan Henderson taking. I want to see uh, Grealish taking one. I want to see some guys that like. I don't know. Maybe even Sterling. Yeah, Sterling. Yeah, absolutely. No, well, I was I was watching the game with a group of British people, like at a Oof. bar with a like that's fifty tough. British people. Yeah, that's tough. And uh, I was like secretly rooting for Italy, obviously, because yeah, I had like yeah. five hundred and ninety dollars <laughs> on the line. Right, of course. So I'm just sitting there. You're quietly hoping, yeah. They're going crazy, like and like there was there were fights because the guys were so drunk, like arguing about who the sub should be. Like yeah. two guys fought each other. That's so funny. And, like got like kids were there, like 
that overdrank and like literally a kid like passed out on the floor was like throwing up on himself like and they Jeez just like Louise. threw him on the street and <laughs> left him there like fucking wild so, yeah the english soccer like half those guys like probably woke up the next day and had to check their phone to see <laughs> if they see won the won. game or not <laughs> and they line up for the penalty kicks and i'm thinking like this is this is not good yeah and then when Saka stepped up for the fifth one i looked at at my friend i was like I was like, this think? is it. Yeah. And it was funny because it was right before that, you know, Jorginho, one of the best penalty kick takers in the world, he takes Italy's fifth to win the tur- win the tournament. Jordan Pickford saves it. Right. Unbelievable atmosphere Pickford. in this bar. I thought they were going to blow the windows out with how Pickford loud it was. Pickford had a great shootout. He did. And then instantly they lost. Yeah. Like The fans were like in shock. Yeah. That was such a, a an up and down. Obviously, the other, the other question that needs to be asked about this one is tactically – uh, did England score too early, scoring in the second minute? And then they played very, very conservatively, protecting that 1-0 lead, and it looked exhausting. And you just kind of figured, man, Italy's controlling all the possession. Italy's controlling all the game. Should they have played a little bit more openly despite having a 1-0 lead uh, and then maybe protecting the lead in the second half or, or maybe even like protecting the lead 30 minutes in? Was it too early to basically, I don't want to say park the bus, but essentially park the bus that early into a game is that a bad idea i mean uh, clearly it was obviously it's 2020 <laughs> hindsight the way i always look at it is if you get the early goal and yeah. it was like the third minute i yeah. missed the goal like i literally so fast i parked my car at the restaurant can't be doing and that. as i was walking in i heard the place erupt yeah. from outdoors right, and they right, scored right, right so it was that early yeah. and i feel like the problem there is like whenever i've played in a game where like my team has scored really early mm-hmm. you have to look at it the exact same game plan in my opinion and you just say okay it's as if we kicked off up a goal right you know but you can't say because a lot of a lot of times they'll go in and say hey if we especially in a final against a team like italy yeah a manager will say hey if we get up a goal this is how we want to change this is how we want to play whereas i'd rather see you just be up a goal and play as if it's zero zero and if they score a goal on you fine yeah like they've now they got to get two goals to for you to Mm -hmm. change your game plan Mm -hmm. You know, and so, yeah. but I will be honest, I thought going into halftime, I was talking about it with some of the guys there, and I was like, I think England's going to win 1 0. Hmm. I didn't see Italy scoring. Yeah. And then and they, they, re- they, yeah, they the scored chances, a rebound off a corner. Right, right. The chances weren't great. Like, they no. weren't really, really sketchy chances. Um, and it didn't necessarily look like the pressure was building, building, building either, which is sometimes what you see in those situations. But yeah, they. They had control of the game, but they weren't creating the best chances. You're right. And then they score that one off the corner, and it's like, all right, well, you know, was the game plan wrong? I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think if it's that early, um, you got to exactly pretend like you kicked off 1-0 and then just keep going and see what happens. But, man, I mean, what what an interesting final it was. England scoring early, conceding the game going into extra time. No one had any legs in extra time, which was they pretty dead. crazy. Like well, It was hilarious so because dead. there was the play where – Saka beats Chiellini to and the ball. he just pulls him Sokka, down. Saka, like, maybe the fastest player on yeah, the field, and Chiellini definitely. probably the slowest. Yeah, definitely. And Chiellini's just like, fuck He's this. Like, fuck it. Horse collars him to the ground. That was, that was brutal. That's it not, was a great play. Not you even, had to say not it was even a great legal play. in the NFL, the horse collar tackle. Yeah, it like was that. it was a great play on his part, and that just, like, summed it up, or it was just like, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> right. And then England made the subs because they subbed on. The huge, big part of the controversy was right. that Gareth Southgate subbed on Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford. Four penalties. Two guys that barely kicked the ball the whole tournament. Subbed him on for the shootout. Yeah. Literally like the last moments of the game. Let him warm up, man. But Let him get in the game, you know? He's like, So here's my question on yes. that. I personally, like, I don't think that matters. 
you don't think it matters? Like, I think the it pressure does. is the pressure. I don't care uh, if you played. I don't care if you played one twenty, if you played sixty, if you played ninety, or if you played dude, one minute. I think, I think it. I think I don't want to take a penalty cold. I really don't. Like actually, like something about it. No, I, you don't want to. But I think at, <laughs> at that level, like Rashford takes penalties from Manchester United. Yes. Yes. Yep. He's one of their two takers. Uh huh. And he was cold. He came out off the bench, and he and he didn't even hit the target. So. Yeah, but there's got to be something you can do on the bench. I don't know. I don't think I. Something you could do. On I the don't bench. think you could He's look practicing penalties. Along I don't the think you could ask Marcus Rashford or Jaden Sancho and be like, "Hey, like, do you think?" I think. Would you rather play? In before I think it was more the pressure of the moment rather than being yeah. fresh on the field. It could no, yeah. I don't think it's a huge impact, but yeah, it, it does if have I had an a impact. Choice, it, but yeah, at I, that I agree, level, I agree. Like. I'll say a family example. Okay. If my sister's listening, Uh-oh. not to put her on blast, but <laughs> she was playing in the final four for her college soccer team uh-huh. like two years ago. Uh-huh. They went into penalties in the final four game, and it was like it was in like North Carolina in like December. She was like freezing. Right. She didn't play a minute. She came off the bench to take she, one. And you in the NCAA, you can sub on before right. the shootout. You don't have to put them into the game. So they literally, so they literally just they like literally are coming sat off the bench. there for two hours. Wow. 120 minutes and yeah. then came into the game that's, and shot the third brutal. penalty that's, she missed yes that's brutal the dude. penalty that's brutal and yeah if you're especially yeah. in cold weather that's that's crazy um yeah i think it's i think i don't know if it's a brain thing maybe it's a little bit of an impact but there's definitely something psychological to being in the game you know what i mean already being locked in and not needing a moment to yeah lock in. But i just it probably uh, depends on the player too there might be some players that are like you know penalty specialists that prefer to like you know, just come off cold and be the, be the hero in the moment. I don't know. Maybe case by case, but definitely an interesting call. Definitely something you could debate uh, all day long. Um, so definitely an interesting one. Uh, we do have financial investing 101 to get to for the UFC. Any other points on soccer you want to chat about before we take a quick ad break and come back to talk some fights? Actually, I do have one. Go a ahead. quick one. Just because we talked about Copa America because Argentina cashed me yes, out of plus 265 yes. within a parlay. Yes, yes. How does that trophy impact Messi's legacy over Ronaldo? Um, if at all. Um uh well, you know I'm a Ronaldo guy. Do you know that? You know I'm a Ronaldo guy. I didn't guy? know that. I'm a Ronaldo guy over Messi. So, um So you'd say Ronaldo is let's assume Ronaldo and Messi are the two best players ever. Is that fair? Yeah, I agree. You'd say Ronaldo's better. Mhm. Yeah. I I'd say uh yeah, legacy-wise and cuz yes, Messi get, that's a big win for sure, but I think uh, internationally, Ronaldo still has still done more uh, for Portugal than Messi has done for Argentina. Has he though? Yeah, I mean, you could look at the Euros. Uh, Messi went to a World Cup final. Yeah, but he dragged that team to a World. Let's <laughs> not say he didn't just waltz in there. The Argent, he dragged uh, that team by their shirts. They yeah. were kicking and screaming. They said, "Lionel, we don't want, we don't <laughs> want to go to the final." He said, "We're going to the fucking final." They lost, but I mean, they got there. But he got in there. That's true. I, I, I'm, I'm. And he can't play in be. the Euros. Yeah, I know. I understand that. I, I'm always going to be a uh, a Ronaldo guy. Just I, yes, it helps Messi's legacy, but also we can't really say yet until they stop playing for their national teams. You know, the book's still open, Mark. We can't judge. Oh yeah, the they'll book both until be at the closed. World Cup next year. Yeah, so yeah, they're for sure going. They're for sure. They're not necessarily in their primes anymore, but they're still going. Here's a crazy Euro-related stat, by the way, oh, related to Ronaldo as well. Yeah, the last two Euros, mm. one of which Ronaldo won with Portugal. Mm-hmm. Only two teams Portugal have beaten within 90 minutes. Hungary and Wales. <laughs> Is that right? From this year? No, this year and last year. And last year. year. Or uh, last and 2016 and 2021. Really? Only be two teams within 90 minutes. They always do it in the extra time. 
They always do it in the pens. Wow, that's crazy. That's a great stat, that isn't is a, it? That is a great and stat. And you're going to sit here and you're going to say... I'm going to think about that. That Ronaldo's done more. <laughs> that's fair. But the guy... Something about the guy in the moment. I don't know. Something I'm not taking it. away from it. Yeah. Uh, Won the golden boot. Speaking of... Um, I mean, we've talked a lot about winning and Ws. Were there any like little soccer things you want to touch on from the Euros that maybe didn't go well? I mean, we've always been such a transparent betting uh, podcast. Are there any futures or any like picks we said early on that are funny to look at now and maybe oh yeah maybe give a two. giggle at i'll give a good one just to preface that i'm not terrible at this stuff <laughs> right, we did we did pay two months rent off of this yes, tournament let's keep fine. that in mind i said pedri was going to be a breakout player and he was all the talk pedri. the 18 year old for spain he was fantastic mm. um but a funny breakout player that i missed uh on badly i said zakaria for switzerland he's a center defensive mid for switzerland 24 years old six foot four cdm Plays for Munch and Gladback in uh-huh. the Bundesliga. I yeah. saw. I thought this was going to be his breakout tournament, like running all over the field, putting in tackles. Then he goes to Bayern Munich. You uh-huh. know, there's always someone like that. Right. He played one game. <laughs> okay. And in that game, he scored an own goal. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a performance. He one game. He didn't do anything. Was it the first game of the tournament? Like- no, it was like the third it was like the third group stage match. Or so he something. finally got his shot and the uh he scored an own goal. Wow, that's pretty funny. Lots of uh, lots of entertaining own goals. I had Portugal as my future winning the tournament, so I guess that's one to look at and be like, ah, that wasn't that wasn't the pick. They they looked okay. They they didn't look like the team that would win the tournament though at, at any real stage though, if we're if we're being honest. But going back and looking at our at our preview doc mark, I mean you had Italy winning the group. Uh, I had Belgium winning our, their group. Uh, you had Netherlands winning their group. I don't think Netherlands did win their group, did they? I don't remember. Um, I no, know they, they did. Str- oh, they did win their group. I had England winning their group. I mean, you had Spain winning their group. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, our futures are pretty good. There's- the thing was, the groups weren't very hard. The only hard one was Group G, right? Right. The group of, or Group F, sorry. Yeah, the, the the group of death. Yeah. And in that one, what did we what did we say the order was going to be? Uh, I had Portugal winning the group because I had Portugal as also my my future. Um, but yeah, uh, an interesting one. Um, yeah, there weren't really any other groups where it was like these guys are these teams are close, you know? Right. But overall, to put a big uh, a big lid on it, Mark, a successful Euro twenty twenty, having a good time and making some cash along the way. Before we jump into the UFC 264 Poirier-McGregor recap, a quick word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. So get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 in a risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on MLB futures, basically the only sport left at yeah, this point. Yeah, I know. When you buy directly from other bettors on PropSwap, see a ticket you like but think the price is too high, just submit a bid for a price you think is fair and then buy it. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time with one click of a button, and PropSwap gives you a suggested price tool to let you know how much your ticket is worth. 
Two weeks ago, for example, a PropSwap customer sold a $500 40-to-1 Phoenix Suns championship ticket for $16,000 after the Suns went up 2-0 in the finals. A 30 times return on the money for Ima the seller. Imagine having that ticket now. Oh though. my god, an adjusted <laughs> odds of minus 400 for the buyer. What a deal. A deal that you can only get with PropSwap where your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. So think of it like the stock market but for sports betting. And you can use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive the $500 in bonus cash. Just go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Make sure to head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at $1 million. So download the app and sign up at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And remember that the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. So don't forget to check out the app and toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Just like that, we're back. UFC 264 uh, was an interesting one. We get to start it off, Mark, uh, talking some totals, talking some money. How did we do overall? It was a, it was a bit of a tricky card. I know we talked about this was like a very t t tough card to bet on. Yeah, and uh, it's gonna take a, a little bit of change out of my Euro oh. winnings. Not oh, a right. lot. Lost thirty four dollars on the card overall. Right, so right. I mean, not terrible. No, we'll take that. That's okay. I didn't yeah. pay for the pay-per-view. <laughs> <There you laughs> My go. friend bought it. There you go. <laughs> so there I'm you coming go. out on top if yeah. you think about it. I'm up 20 bucks. <laughs> if you think about it that way, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we had, obviously we had Sean, o Sean O'Malley uh, winning his fight. Uh, we had, what else did we have? Uh, all of these fights for the record, I feel like we should talk about. Like They all had yeah. something worth speaking about. Yeah. Sean O'Malley against this Chris Moutinho guy, a guy whose photo we hadn't seen <laughs> on the podcast. If you last episode, you recall that the UFC hadn't even listed his leg length. For for yeah, that's right. Turns out he has two legs. Yep. I don't think he needed him though because his strategy was just to sit there and take punches to the face. <laughs> just eat him for lunch. Oh my god. Eat him for lunch. What Shut do we think about? What do we? What are our thoughts I mean, on Chris Moutinho? I mean, Chris Moutinho clearly. Uh, one of the toughest fighters on the roster all of a sudden brand new to the roster and automatically one of the toughest on the roster you don't eat punches like that from sean o'malley you just don't Two, over 200 absolutely significant not. strikes <laughs> off a guy like sean o'malley who's known for like getting knockouts where the guys literally snore for like minutes afterwards you don't you just don't eat all those for lunch uh like he did unbelievable toughness um, it's literally like taking a barrage of like three, four punches to the face, right. two steps forward, yeah. three punches to the face. He, he, it's yeah, it's not like uh, it's not like it was a beatdown where he was backing up or he went down a bunch of times or he was ground and pounded, anything like that. He walked forward through all of them. That's why I say like he ate him for lunch. He literally kept, he wanted more. He was literally he wanted. He's more insatiable. <laughs> Dude, this guy. It, it was uh. funny because when it started out, Sean O'Malley comes out. Hits him real quick. Yeah. He's Starts pretending dribbling. dribbling the basketball, doing all this Love funny it. shit. Uh, he does like the spinning back, yeah, spinning backhand to the face. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, sick. This is gonna be like a forty-five second ordeal." Right. Like, and then it just, he just kept going. Yeah. You could see as the rounds went, Sean uh, two was and like, three. What the hell? He was like, "God damn it!" This yeah. is just. He was like, "Dana White was supposed to hook me up with like a two-minute workday here." 
Instead, I got to go against Shit. this guy. And Moutinho landed some shots, too. Right. I mean, he was never going to hurt him. And then they had that stoppage early, which I thought was fair. 30 seconds early. It's a fair stoppage. It's when, a tough When call. the guy has no shot of winning the fight, and I mean no exactly, shot. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's fair enough to, to take off 30 seconds, where he's just going to absorb could have, literally another 60 punches. There like, could have, like, arguably been, like, a 10-7 round in there. Like, yeah. It was point, Which is, like, I don't think has ever happened. So, Chris Moutinho, <laughs> as, as tough as it comes... Offered virtually no offense. Like, That's the thing. Nothing. So what do we what do we think is next for this guy? Yeah. Like, what kind of we fight have, do you think we he have gets? no idea how because good he is? Because he got O'Malley, who's yeah. a ranked fighter in this he's division. Not, he's actually not ranked, but somehow. he's gonna be ranked. But he's like perhaps the biggest name in the division. So honestly. I'm saying, like, does he get like someone in the 12 to 15 range <laughs> so we can see like? Uh no. They they give him someone. They give him someone back pretty far back i think i think they give him someone they, that he might be able to actually we literally have no against. idea how good he is like as funny as that sounds we just know that he's we all we just know immortal. he has a great chin <laughs> yeah. that's all we know we have no idea what he offers in the ufc cage other than the fact that he's impossible <laughs> to put away so that's good i mean i also yeah. loved uh how his tattoos are literally a replica of mcgregor yeah. like he has like the inside forearm and then the big colored <laughs> chest piece <laughs> In the, the hair was it was a great hair matchup too. The guys look like goofballs yeah. in there. Um, they a, literally they literally look like when you just like unlock every possible like <laughs> fighter uh, customization tool That's in like right. the video games yeah, and you're like fuck it. Video game. This guy's gonna have a green mullet look, yeah. and a chest tattoo, <laughs> and then this guy's gonna have rainbow dreadlocks. Yeah, they're gonna look and I'm gonna give him a face tat. <laughs> and they sure did. Uh, Sean put some stuff up about actually having like little fractures in his hands. From literally like yeah. punching the guy so much, so just a just a funny way to start start the night, start the main card, uh, entertaining fight. Um, I bet I forget what round you took O'Malley. I think we both took O'Malley on the money line, but it was minus nine hundred. So I also took him round two at plus three hundred. Obviously, that didn't work out. Um, round three was the round to pick, but anyway, tough one. No one expected that guy to last that long. So uh, yeah. We it, also, I just I just want to say uh, he almost went down in. Uh, Moutinho at the end of the first That's round. Remember right. that he got literally That's, saved by the bell. Like exactly. Like he was like out on his feet. So I'm thinking, school. perfect. We said round two. Right. He's going to last he's 30 get, seconds. And then get, he right. just kept going. Right. So anyway, uh, good one there. Uh, the next fight, uh, Irene Aldana against Yana Kunitskaya. Aldana looking like an absolute force. To be fair, uh, she came in uh, overweight. Uh, she missed weight by like pretty bad miss, like four and a half pounds or something. So she did have a slight advantage in there, but uh, perhaps one of the most like brutal finishes of the night on the ground, just ground and pound, breaks the girl's nose. Uh, that was exciting. That was a sick fight. That was a sick fight. That honestly was that was a very sick fight. Um, any other thoughts on that one? I mean, yeah, it was it was pretty one sided. Honestly, I mean, we both took Aldana, so we were happy to see it go the way it went. It was pretty much a pick 'em uh, at the book, so we were happy to see that. I never like to see fighters miss weight that I have money on because it always makes me real nervous that they're gonna like gas out right away because they had so much trouble cutting the weight. So I was a little bit nervous about her going into it, but uh, she came out, you know, lights out performance. Um, yeah, it was brutal, but it was a great fight. Um, oh, there he is. What's up, Deem? Uh, Deemer, guest of the show, making an entrance with the dog. With his dog. You can hear the uh, the paw prints on the bed or on the ground, tapping we, around. <laughs> a little tap dance. Can we talk about your dog on the podcast? <laughs> he says yes. <laughs> Do you want to tell, yeah. Kyle, you want to tell him what we're looking at here? Uh, we're looking at a dog that resembles the golden retriever. a seal. Yeah, it, it resembles a seal right now. So he's got a, he's got a, I'll tell the story because yeah, I'm living it. with them. So he's got a golden retriever. Uh -huh. She's got long, beautiful hair. 
Gorgeous, but it, it got dog. to be too much. It's hot in San Diego right now. Yeah. She was itching, yeah. sweating. She smelled terrible. That, you know, so trim, trim her up a one of the roommates, not me, a different roommate, he was like, I'm going to do him a favor. I'm going to get her a haircut. Mm-hmm. So they had a dog groomer like that pulls up in the van and, yeah. and cuts and the a, dog in the official, driveway. An official dog groomer came and by. So, uh, so she uh she comes out and he's like yeah we just want to like cut it pretty like cut it pretty short all around like she hasn't had a haircut in a while yeah. and then the barber lady she's she's like oh like a summer cut right i figure that makes sense right like it's the summer so our friends like but you guys just have no idea what you're talking about yeah so, i'm like do i look like the kind of guy that you, knows you wouldn't you wouldn't do that if it was your own hair and you go into a barber shop and they said oh you need the summer cut like if it was something you never heard she of sounded you like wouldn't it, say yes it sounded for, okay for the record this was not me this is our roommate okay. like i was all right yeah. i'm, I'm listening know, because my room is right next door like right next to where they are we're so, sitting in it right so now summer cut he and goes, so he's right, like, yeah, that yeah, sounds, sounds good. Ideal. Like, it is summer. Yeah. So he goes, he like leaves for dinner or something. She finishes, knocks on the door. She's like, okay, dog's ready. And this dog <laughs> is like, she basically gave him like a full body, like <laughs> skin fade. <laughs> it is a skin fade. It's like, literally a fade. It's literally like the whole body is just like shaved like a one and a half. It's and then nothing. the head, the head <laughs> is the same. That's the same. It looks like a totally different dog. <laughs> I was like, okay, it looks like thanks. a floating head on a seal's body. I texted Matt. I was like, I was like, dude, <laughs> you're not gonna believe what your dog looks like. Yeah, the, Anyways, dog, the dog looks. Uh, we just had to mention that. Yeah, the poor dog has has extremely short, <laughs> extremely short hair right now. <laughs> we gotta track her her yeah, hair growth. Hopefully, this hopefully that'll come back. That was amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely a a good side. Back to the fighting though. Uh, Tai Tuivasa. Tai Tuivasa uh, knocks out Greg Hardy. We both were on the uh, Tuivasa. Can we? We train. need to talk about this guy. Yes. In my opinion, this guy stole the night. Yeah, I think so too. Considering gained, what happened gained, in the gained, McGregor fight. Yeah, he gained the most fans for sure. When this guy walked out to Wannabe by the Spice <laughs> yeah, Girls, yeah. I lost it. <laughs> and that was amazing because this guy comes out, big fat yep. Islander. Yep. He comes out walking, singing to the Spice Girls. Right. Every fucking girl was on their feet, <laughs> dancing, singing that song. I'm thinking if if I'm if I'm ever in a room and Tai Tuivasa walks in, I'm grabbing her. I'm grabbing her. What a stud Tai Tuivasa! I'm grabbing is. and blindfolding her. <laughs> tai Tuivasa made a spectacular entrance, as you said. Perhaps it, an even better exit. Exactly. That's the best part. Yes. Walks in, Spice Girls, all the hot bitches dancing in their seat. Pops. The dudes are completely insecure about themselves because Tai Tuivasa is bigger than them. He's got a sick-ass yes. accent. He walks in and yep. he fucks up Greg Hardy in 45 Greg seconds. pops Greg Hardy with a left hook, puts him away. Uh, Does a shoey. Shoey on the cage. <laughs> shoey on the cage, for sure. Walks out and gets caught by the camera crew, maybe doing three or four different shoeys. Did you see the hot points. sauce one? Oh, of course. A hot sauce shoey. Uh, where he's drinking beer out of the shoe with a bunch of Dustin, a fan poured a bunch of Dustin Poirier's hot sauce into the shoe, and he drank that. Just hilarious. So I mean, just a quick recap. Yes, he walks in, uh-huh. makes your girl wet, <laughs> knocks out in one minute, drinks four beers, leaves. Tied to Ivasa, <laughs> and then and then he was like, his post fight interview was so funny. He was like, they're like, oh, are you are you feeling all right? Like you've had like five or six shoeies or whatever, and he's like. Ah, uh, it's just a warm up. <laughs> and then he was like, and then he went into talking about how he doesn't need the vaccine because he has people spit in his shoeies, and that's his form of, of developing antibodies. Anyway, <laughs> love seeing him. I'm all in on it. Yeah, what a what a great what a great guy to watch. I mean, cutting out the last images we see are of him down walking out of the into the locker room, but a fan pouring beer 
like into his mouth from like way like way up in the upper deck. It was yeah, just he waterfalled it. What a guy! Uh, what a fight! Um, just so much power in his hands. He gets the knockout of Greg Hardy, something we all wanted to see. He'll get a big um, fight next. Yeah, I think so. And then welterweight. This is kind of a fight we were looking forward to the most. Uh, Stephen Thompson and Gilbert Burns should have been a banger. Really wasn't a banger. Uh, Gilbert Burns did what he needed to do to make it to win, which unfortunately also meant making it a boring fight. Just grounding yeah. Wonder Boy when he could. Big ground game. No, uh, no real damage inflicted on top just ground control how'd this one end i don't even remember by decision decision? uh, yeah gilbert burns by decision but it was he won the fight we both were on the on on wonder boy thompson but it it just like the only way to solve the puzzle is you're not really going to beat wonder boy on the feet unless you knock him out we expected wonder boy to kind of dance around him uh and outpoint gilbert burns and get a decision win that's how i saw it going and it could have it could have very well gone that way if hattie stuffed those two takedowns but he did so how how is this going to impact the schedule of the welterweight division we've obviously got Usman probably facing colby covington right around the end of the year i would think so i guess now burns probably will get leon uh, edwards yeah, maybe, but I think Leon wants to sit out and get the winner of uh, of that title fight. So I feel like uh, Burns might get Covington if Covington loses. Uh, Didn't he call out Masvidal? Yeah. Or did I dream that? No, he did. He did say Masvidal, but Masvidal's not even... No, he's not even in that upper, upper echelon of guys, so I don't know why. I mean, he did that because he thinks he's a big enough name. You didn't dream that. He did do that, um, but... Yeah, I, I think uh, I think he fights Covington, assuming Covington loses to Usman. That's my that's my prediction for you. And then Leon Edwards fights Usman after that. All right, that's my that's my that's my guess. Um, but anyway, uh, that took us to the main event. Uh, we both took the underdog and Conor McGregor to save his legacy. Arguably the letdown of the year. <laughs> yeah, one of the toughest bets to watch play out of the year for sure. Uh, he the fight lasts around. Um, they have some exchanges on the feet that seem pretty even. Uh, then, you know, McGregor gets taken down, gets grounded and pounded for a while, gets back up to his feet eventually, takes throws an overhand left, takes an awkward step, ankle goes, leg snaps, uh, tibia fracture. Did you notice thoughts. it when it first happened? Absolutely did. I Immediately. did. I was watching it with three other people here. No one else saw, right? Yeah, I was the only one that's. He it was goes a hard down. one to tell, but yes, I, I did notice. He goes down. Well, because I've had two broken ankles uh-huh. in my life. like So the ankle things for me, I'm always looking at yeah. it. <laughs> you I, I can't take your eyes off the ankles. Yeah, and, and I saw it, and I was like, and no one addressed I was like, dude, he, he he's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a life ending ankle injury right there. Yeah. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Round ends. I'm like, Dude, look at this fucking replay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't even have to watch. Yeah. I haven't seen a replay of it. Really? It's a gross one. The only thing I've seen was that like someone on like an Instagram story posted a photo of it at like the worst fully, possible yeah, moment. Fully and it like surprised gross. me and I, I was like, oh my God. You're like, gross. It was really gross. Um, but yes, I did notice right away. But here's, here's the thing, right? I think... The way that fight was going, Poirier was going to win. I agree. It's a be- It's honestly the best I case. don't think that fight was going another full round. I think that was ending yeah. in the second round with Poirier getting a TKO. Ground and pound TKO. Yeah. Again. To be honest, and 
Yeah, I agree with you. I think I it's think, the best case. Yeah, so I was going to say best case like, for Connor. That worked out perfectly Honestly. because it's like, yeah, it sucks to get now, injured. Now you can point in an injury. And Dana White was already and doing And probably it. get the fight again. Already already post fight. Oh yeah, you know, you can't see a fight end that way and have any, you know, any conclusions. Poirier said too. <laughs> like, Poirier oh said God. too. He's like, yeah, it's probably going to have to happen again. Yeah, of course. Of course. So. Of course he wants to have it happen again. Why not? I mean, he's literally it's a guy he probably knows he can beat now. Well, he definitely knows he can beat and he gets the most money possible every single time. Why would you not want to fight Connor again? So, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, I think that'll be, he's going to fight Oliveira probably December. Cause like Poirier yeah. didn't take any damage. No, like he's fine. So he, an end of year fight is totally chill with him. Yeah. McGregor will heal. And then be back in a I feel while. like they'll fight each other like around this time next year. So you're saying, you're saying Connor gets a, gets a title shot. Um, off the injury, <laughs> I think if Poor, what do you think? If Poirier is, is champ, yeah. If Poirier is champ, does Connor get a title shot? I think if Poirier is champ, he might want him to beat someone else first. Right, I could see. But that. at the same time, he's gonna want to fight McGregor because if I'm Poirier, I'm thinking I can for sure beat this guy. He's weaker than he was before. Mm-hmm. He'll be he'll be another year not, older not, by then. Not according to Connor's Instagram with his yeah. titanium leg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Did you well, see that? I mean, we clearly <laughs> we can't believe. Yeah, we can't believe everything that, that video McGregor says. That insane. That video was nuts. That video was nuts. He's literally yeah. wheeling around. Yeah, dude, yeah, I know that neighborhood too. That's in. Uh, in it's Newport? literally five minutes from where I live. Like it's the same neighborhood where Kobe Bryant lived. Yeah, he's and I'm literally walking. I'm like, dude, he, I know people that live in here. Like I have the gate code to get in there. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm also manifesting right now that I'm gonna find Conor McGregor in Newport when I yeah. go back there. Like I'm Could gonna, be. I'm just Could gonna be. go on walks all day. Honestly, I mean, he lives. He said he lives two doors from Mike Tyson. So you just gotta find Mike Tyson's address. Use your gate code. Go and uh, get a photo for us for the for the podcast. Go go say hi. Try it's to get us an interview if he's totally available. doable. <laughs> yeah, he's in he's in Pelican Hill. <laughs> yeah, but it was a crazy video. He he said that the UFC knew that he had ankle fractures or leg fractures going into the fight. Do you believe him? No, no, me neither. I believe Poirier. I think I think I think a kick was checked. Yeah, and that broke it. That yeah. weakened it. And then sometimes you have freak ankle rolls, like it happens. Yeah, Connor posted some photos uh, of his ankle taped up ahead of the fight, claiming that he's had issues with yeah, that but ankle. Th- that's a normal thing to tape the ankle yeah. before fights. Yeah, and like maybe he had a weak ankle, but I'm saying like yeah, you don't did. break your ankle like no. that off yeah. no contact. And that's not that was not like a high impact thing. Like for me, when yeah. I broke my ankle the first time, it was I was going up for a header. Landed in a hole, my full body weight, and I'm 30 pounds heavier yeah. than Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, and landing on that, yeah, and that didn't break it nearly as bad as that. Right. That that's a little roll, but yeah. because he probably was taking damage and had some chinks cracks, in the armor there, cracks in it. that that snapped his that shit snapped up. It. That was crazy. Ugh, crazy. Anyway, yeah, the future. What's next for him? I, I agree with you. Probably long layoff comes back and i think it all depends on how dustin and Oliveira goes um if dustin wins i agree with you i think connor probably gets a fight before the title and if he loses i think he goes straight back to dustin i could see it being like dustin versus Oliveira. Uh-huh. that's obviously gonna happen in, uh-huh. in let's say december okay for the sake of argument then let's say Oliveira. let's say dustin wins i could see mcgregor maybe fighting Oliveira. oh well, yeah, I feel like they'll it's give. Da- a, it's dangerous though. But they'd. Yeah. G- I think like they might have like Gaethje versus Dariush. One uh, of those do, guys. They're gonna do Gaethje Chandler, I think. Okay, uh, so winner next. of that will get will get loser of Oliveira Poirier. Yeah, and Man, then McGregor Dariush slides is in just there. in this like this 
this guy, this group. Well, he of, fought a month ago. I so. know this group of top guys though, and like naturally, like the UFC is just gonna push him to the end of the line there in terms of like value and pay per view. You know what I mean? Like he's. Yes, he deserves to be up there, but it's like let's not fi- uh, let's not forget Islam. Now he won last weekend. <laughs> he's fifth now. He's calling out everyone. He's not quite there yet. He wants to fight Tony, which is hilarious. Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he said would that be a, would be a great. That'd be a that'd be a super step back fight. for him though. Yeah, but it'd be a very entertaining. I've been. Fight. I said last episode. I said Islam versus Connor. Yeah, you did. You said that would happen eventually. I said I want that to happen. And honestly, by the time Connor recovers, Islam could be. Like up there, up there. If he wins another big fight, you know what I mean. Like he could be in that in the conversation. He will win another big fight, dude. Yeah, that guy's so fucking good. Did you watch his fight? Yeah, I did. I did. Dude, he's literally like grappling. Yeah, and he is Khabib. He wasn't even trying that hard. Yeah, he wasn't even trying that hard. He just ragdolls people. He's literally has him in like he's literally got his like legs locked up and he's like just like looking over at his corner yeah. for instructions yeah. for like a solid ten seconds <laughs> while the other guy's there like trying to hit him. He's yeah. like, it's fine. <laughs> it's like if you're holding down a small child <laughs> and looking at your wife that's, like, babe, how are we dealing that's with this? So, that's so true. Is that he like yeah they can just lock people up and be so dominant that they can like just take them over to their corners and just like do damn like they're so safe in that position. They just they're so safe there. Um, anyway. Uh, that was UFC 264. We have UFC 265 is next. Uh, heavyweight um, interim championship fight between Cyril Gunn and Derek Lewis. So we'll be doing a full breakdown of that. We'll be doing the EPL show. We'll be coming back. So yeah, we should break. We're, we're taking it. We're taking what two weeks? Yeah, two week uh, hiatus, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll be. It's back. more like ten days. Yeah, about ten days before uh, those come back, and uh, we'll obviously do we'll do a future show for the EPL, and then we'll do obviously match match day one, two, three, all the way through the damn thing. Uh, excited to get one back through thirty eight. Excited Champions to get back League, into we'll Premier get some League. Champions League. Champions League. For sure. Oh, we'll be very busy, so we're, we might as well take advantage of this uh, two weeks while we have it, Mark get some sun, enjoy the summer. Uh, and uh, we look forward to chatting to you all soon. Any last words for Mark before we tune out for a week or two? Nothing for me. I, I like I like this format where we don't have the pressure of betting. We can just talk. <laughs> we can just talk you know? It's like I can just talk to you without wondering, like, am I going to cost? Am I going to receive a death threat? Am I going to cost the listener a significant chunk of change based on some air of judgment or nice. wrong prediction? This felt like classic podcast. This is so sure. much easier. All the all the normal podcasts out there, they just That's talk. That's easy. It's they easy. just talk. They don't have to, like... They don't have any skin in the game. Mark, if it, if it was Why don't easy, we do that? If it was easy, everybody would do it. Because we need to make money, Mark. We need to make money for ourselves and for the for the fans. That's okay, what, but hear me out. Hear me out. Like we just make the money for ourselves. <laughs> we do the bets we would normally make. We, we just, just talk, don't talk, we about, just talk about, it. about it. <laughs> we just don't talk. We don't give out the picks. Nah, the free content train keeps on rolling. Any last words for Mark before we close out the show for two? No, nothing from me. All right, see you guys soon. <laughs>